Hey and welcome to That Dubai Girl, the podcast. I'm Elisa. And I'm Kirsty. Every week we'll be chatting about the trials and tribulations of living in Dubai. Your problems, your big wins and your crazy confusions. We're here to try our best to help guide you through it all. There's going to be some silly chat from us and we'll be joined by very professional experts who will actually say stuff that matters. We want to thank you for being part of our ultimate girl gang. Right, let's get on with it then. start today's podcast by saying that Elisa just said to me she knows what song she's going to play at my funeral. As I do. If, as if I'm going to die before her. Look, it's not, it's not come. Yeah, I think you will. I just think I'm going to live forever. That's the attitude I've got. But um, every time we do a mic check, this is a bit behind the scenes for you. Every time we do a mic check, Kirsty goes, hello, is it me you're looking for? Every time. And I go, one, two, one. And she goes, Hello. <laughs> And I can't even sing, so it doesn't sound like that. Stunning. Do you know what we'll do? One podcast, just a compilation of all of Kirsty's <laughs> hits, bits. the remixes of Lionel Richie's Hello. Anyway, One. hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> How are you doing today? Surviving, babe. Surviving. Good. Thriving. Now, Kirsty's very, very busy right now. Also, sorry, I should say it's Elisa here and multi award winning Kirsty Campbell. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Two-time award winner. Well done. The clap's not finished. Well done. (laughs) Slightly patronising now. It's not patronising. You know, International (laughs) Women's Day has taught me that you've got to appreciate women's achievements. Um, Yeah, we're doing an International Women's Day thing this week. We are. We're going to a primary school. uh, Safa. Yeah, we're talking to the secondary school children, though. Oh, are we? Are you doing? To know. What day are you doing? I'm doing Tuesday, so I think I've got the wee ones. Oh, I'm doing Wednesday. Yeah, I'm because big kids. the radio presenter is an easy thing for everyone to get their heads around. I guess little children. Yeah. What do you do? I just speak, and they're like, "Whoa, <laughs> I speak you're and the I best!" Talk to pop stars, and I play music. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be fun. Um, International Women's Day was good. Did you enjoy that? Had a good day. What did I do on International Women's Day? Uh, I worked, and then yeah, I went to that gala dinner, which was fun. And then I went, I went out until the early hours of the morning oh. when I had an AM call the next day. Oh, so. well done, clever. How smart, are you in a hangover? Um, I mean, I just survive at the moment. Yeah, like I'm just like. It's a choice I make. I still know that it's got to, I've got to get up. To be fair, I wasn't that hungover. I've been taking liver tablets. Have you heard of this right. situation? No. So liver tablets, which uh-huh. are like vitamin, like if you take one of those every day, you, you're you honest to God, my hangovers are like, I, I feel the tired and the lethargicness. Yeah. You know, like that mongy head and horrible feeling that you get. Like, yeah. You, you don't get that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Top tip for yeah. life. And you don't want to vom, so that's quite cool as well. Though that is Which, good. when you're past the age of 26, a hangover is not fun or cool anymore, so... It never is. It, it never, never is. I feel like I get one every time now. You know, when I was younger, it'd be like, oh, hit or miss. Every single time. And the next day, I am so miserable. Like, if anyone talks to me, I'm just a Sad bitch. bitch day. I'm horrible. Sad bitch day. Yeah. And yeah. then you reassess your whole life. Like, oh, my yeah. life's shit. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, so, yeah, that was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, well, 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 on podcast well, recording it When was we're recording it is. Right, but your awards, so you won award for best online female platform, is that right? Correct, yes. And the other one was um, the, uh, the most bestest business lady. Kind of. It was someone <laughs> someone who has thrived, someone who's showing that they are thriving. I and, love it, babe. Uh, yes, I don't know. Lots of like done a lot of stuff in a year. Well so. done, babes. I'm really proud of you. Thanks very you much. You very much deserve it. Thank you. And what I have enjoyed seeing you put, put it on Facebook and then everyone sucking up your arse, that's been fun. <laughs> I mean, sorry, your friends supporting you. Um, I would like to tell you that uh, I, I have to now shout out very specifically my best friend at home, Bradley. Right. Who listens to our podcast religiously oh. and was upset last week when there was no podcast. I'm sorry, Bradley. I feel terrible. As per my PT's wife who came up to me and was like, where's my podcast? Yeah. So What did um, you say? What was your excuse this week? Because I said, I always go... Kirsty's too busy. Do you say well, Elisa's I said too Elisa busy? went to Serbia. So, uh, just to, for the record, today I was not only on time, I was early. She was! Which is she was. phenomenal. I can't for me. believe it. 
Uh, I bought Elisa a coffee. I know, it was so nice. And the podcast didn't get cancelled because of me last week. I mean, for the next 17 weeks, <laughs> it'll be my fault. But um, It's good to get one golden week from you, Kirsty. I'm, yeah, d- I'm so yeah. happy. Thank I'm you so much. I'm just patting myself on the back because I'm like, it's all downhill, from, downhill from here. The clap's back. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, um, right, well, also what we should discuss is that we are teaming up in a big way very soon. You have very kindly asked me to come on board with the Dubai World Cup and to host the concert. The Dubai World Cup post-race concert. Now, I don't want to give too much away here. Right, well, as as hopefully everyone that listens to the podcast also follows us on social media, so you already be aware that big, big names are on their way. Brit award-winning Becky Hill. Oh, this is good, right, okay. Rudimental. Yeah. And Sagala. Oh. It's going and, to be great. And you will notice that there is an overlap in those artists because yeah. we've got... A, it's a two-hour concert, <gasps> by the way. Yes. It's not It's not, It's not. not a little thing. We're going Because usually it's like three songs, they're off. Yeah. Next one, three songs, they're off. Yeah, we're going big or we're going home. Oh, this is great. So are they all going to be performing together? Because I know Becky Hill's on Sagala's song and I think she has done Rudimental as well, hasn't she? Well, that's that's the that's the plan. Right, right. We, we have to see how it all how it all plays out because, you know, we want to keep some surprises. Oh, I like it. So there's um, a surprise coming. Also, yesterday we had our briefing about the closing ceremony, right. which is also not to be missed. Right. Re- Yep, yep. Very, so very, very Wait, cool. wait. So there's also a closing ceremony. So there's the final race. Yeah. Then there is a 20-minute closing ceremony. Amazing. Which is, honest, not to be missed. I'm very... Is I'm there... Like, get, right. So is there going to be any celebs doing that? It's not celebs. It's... Uh, I just don't want to tell people. Okay. But it's very, very cool. Like right. We went through the deck for it and I was like... What's a deck? Um, It's basically... Imagine like a mood board... <laughs> Uh, like a Pinterest. Like a Pinterest. Got it. But like Got it for a, events. a very specific Pinterest that tells you this will happen at this minute and this will happen at this cool. minute. Cool. Yeah, because I mean, when you're going to put on a closing ceremony, which is costing what this is costing, mm-hmm. I don't think they do a test run. I think they so just So you just got to go for it. <laughs> they just I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of fireworks. You don't have to confirm or deny. I can confirm fireworks. Right. I'm also picturing the horses doing some dancing. Um, no, something is dancing, but it's not horses. It's not horses. Mm. Is that like animal cruelty now to make horses do that? No, because they do that anyway in the Olympics and that. They do the little, yeah, no, yeah. there's no horses so involved. So it's not going to be like no Becky real, Hill. No real horses involved. There you go, there's a hint. Oh. There's no real horses involved. Is it going to be like fat guys, like a pantomime horse, two men in a suit together dancing? <laughs> oh, that's it. Now it oh, on my head. spoiled. Actually, it's just me and you in a, in a horse Is it? Suit. Right, you're the arse. <laughs> I'm always the arse at the moment. (laughs) Imagine. Right, now we've got our Halloween costume Um, sorted, Also, I'd like to let you know that I've, yeah, I've invited Elisa. Elisa's a big deal in the concert. She is the compare, is that the right word? She's the host. Yeah. She's the host of the most. And I said to her, can I come on with you and be like, Becky Hill? She was like, stop trying to steal my limelight, Kirsty. But we're doing it. Oh, are we going to do it? Yeah, I don't why not? Know. I don't know if I can deal with the pressure. I think I just want to stand at the side I'll and I'll do it you. then. I'll yeah. do it then. Um, I'm going to cheer you on. Yeah, but Equally as important good. as Becky Hill, Rudimental and Sagala yeah. is Aisha Reid. Oh, yeah, she's Aisha amazing. Aisha Reid's going to be on our podcast next week talking about her World Cup debut. Oh, I'm very excited. She's a lovely girl and she's very cool. Yeah, and that was one of the main things, like, when we, we took this contract, we wanted to do it in the That Dubai Girl way. Yeah, we yeah, brought yeah. in all the little businesses, all the local talent, like, everything that's going into this has been provided by local businesses and startups, which, for me, is, like, one of the big, big things I wanted to do. So Love it. I'm very, very excited to see Aisha on that big main stage. Oh, I am. So what is it going to be? Is Aisha going to be like supporting the three acts? Yeah, so <gasps> she's the opening act. Oh, girl. Well you know, done. Very, very exciting. That's so good. And I, well, no, she's not because I'm opening for Becky Hill technically by just saying, yeah. here's Becky Hill. Are you going to sing? <laughs> yeah. I'll, me and you should do a duet of Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be painful for it. They want a refund after that. Mm. Um, but give us a bit of a behind the scenes here, right? Because I've always wondered, like, what is it like to book pop stars for a concert? 
Is that um, an easy process? Like, what do you do? Do you do you hit up Becky Hill on Instagram? What do you do? Okay, so in all honesty, I've had a very, very talented team support with this aspect. Right, okay. Um, so you might have been to Zero Gravity or you might have been a party yeah. in the park. Uh, you might have been seen Ed Sheeran. So have a very, very, very talented team by the name of Greg and Tim. Are they like bookers? Would you call them bookers? Uh, yeah, I'd say they're talent agents. So they're right. basically in Dubai, they are they are the men who get things done. Love it. Um, and yeah, so me and Greg kind of sat down. What happens is at the start is obviously you have a budget. Mm-hmm. Then you mm-hmm. have to go to the agencies and say, right, who's available? Because yeah. we have had a few people we wanted, but they're already touring mm-hmm. or things like that. You know, very inconvenient. How dare you have a life <laughs> outside of us? How dare you? Um, and then, yeah, it's negotiations, riders and... So what... Yeah. Can you give us like a peek of like what they would demand in their rider? Are you allowed to say that? I'm going to be completely honest with you. All of them are extremely down to earth. Oh, great. I've got, I've I've yet to receive a blue bowl of M&M's order, you know. Little like white kittens, like Mariah Carey. So let me ask you, if you were a pop star, Mm. what would you put on your rider? Because I know straight away. No garlic. (laughs) No garlic. Wow. So she wants it, no garlic. Right, we no garlic planning on putting anything no coming gar- anywhere near me. <laughs> no, I but don't I'd bomb. get Laurie, Laurent Perrier champagne, the rosy one. Little plug for Laurent Perrier, also hosting the Bubble Lounge yeah. at the World Cup. I'm in there, so right? Get your Laurent, yeah, so, yeah, well, I'll get need your to Laurent wait Perrier. until after I've done my bit, really. Um, yeah, so I'd get that. I'd also probably like to have, um, do you know, have you ever seen those? They're in the like potato chip section of supermarkets, but mm-hmm. they're like um, peas. Oh, they're like called wasabi. snap peas or something. Yep, yeah, oh, wasabi flavor. Yeah. I'd like them. I would also like um, Kinder Buenos. Uh, do you do you want to send me a ride? Oh my god, imagine! And I'll put you a little basket at the side of the stage. We can lie. Nah, you've got enough to do. In. I'll go to Spinney's myself and get right. this stuff. Um, you can and send I'd me like a cream eggs. Oh my god, my mum's coming two days before the World Cup, <gasps> and cream eggs are on my mum rider. Yes. What do you What do you ask for when someone comes from home for you? Like what What do you ask for? So my original order when I came here eight years ago was tampons because oh. you couldn't get the you couldn't get the slidey tampons oh, here. Right. Did you know that? So you couldn't get the tamp. Tampax slide ones, which yeah. you can get them now, which is good. They're by Playtex, girls, if you want to get yourself one. Um, now I ask for sausage and uh, square sausages from Scotland. Have you ever had them? No. Right, well, my mum's next door. Are you going to get them? Potato um, potato cakes, they're called, but for us, they're potato scones, which are little okay. square potatoes. Okay. I get sausages, Richmond, because they're very expensive here. Um, I also get Zaflora. Oh, because but they do that here. It's very expensive though, yeah. babe. It's 35 dirhams a bottle, oh. whereas you can get it in B&M in the UK for £2. Oh. So I get that. Bit heavy I get... though, isn't it? It's a flora. That's a bit yeah, whatever. Now. I make yeah. my mum bring like eight of them. And really? also, yeah, I love cleaning products. That's something they just haven't got right here. Mm. What do you get from mum? So Branston beans. Yes. I absolutely love those and they don't do them here. Um, normally get my mum to get me face wipes because they're like 50p for a pack at home. Yeah, and they're, they're like so seven expensive quitter. here. Um, oil of Ule face oh. cream mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. They, they the one they do here has whitening agent in it. Which is yeah, that's one. weird. Um, what else? So she's bringing mini eggs and cream eggs this time, which is exciting. Again, you can get them here and I've I, I have to admit, I've already bought myself an Easter egg and demolished it. Like Spinnies? Spinnies, yeah. Yeah, they've got a good selection. I was just um, there. What else is she bringing me? Oh, toothpaste, because they don't right. do the toothpaste that I like here. What one do you like? I like this Sensodine, Sensodine, Sensodine one. Right. But it's, you know, like when things get manufactured in different countries, They're they different. taste different. Yes. Like chocolate. Yeah. Cadbury's dairy milk here tastes so different yeah, from the UK. Yeah, Australian. I always oh. send it to my sister, like, and I was like, oh, no, what's with I've got to say, right. And that this might offend any Australians. Any Chocolate's Aussie minging, chocolate. Minging. It's disgusting. But Tim Tams are good. Because yeah, they're mostly yeah, biscuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mind a Tim Tam. It's a bit like a penguin, isn't it? A Tim Tam. Yeah, Just it is, a bit but bigger. they're better. Yeah. But good the biscuit. Australian chocolate, do you know where that is? Because it has sunk in it to stop it melting. Interesting. And that's why they get their chocolate. Like here, we get chocolate from those places because it has that stuff in to stop it melting so yeah. quickly. But you know, like if a Cadbury's chocolate bar from the UK gets hot and then goes cold, it gets that like minging whiteness on it. Yes. But those bars, that doesn't happen to because they put something in it. Fun How fact. How do you know so much uh, about that? This uh, is fantastic my, information. My family live in Wonga Park and the Cadbury's factory is in Wonga Park Shut in Australia. Up. Yeah. Have you been there? 
No, I haven't been. I've been to Wonga Park, but not to the Cadbury's factory. Do you know that Cadbury's have copyrighted the colour of purple that they've got on the front of their packaging? I don't blame them, to be honest. It's a good purple, isn't it? I think if if I was Cadbury's, I'd do the same. (laughs) Brilliant. You don't want another Marks and Spencer's little Colin Caterpillar situation on your hands, do you? And by the way, this is another thing I actually wanted to bring up with you. Thanks for bringing up Colin the Caterpillar, because I thought of this the other day and I thought I'm going to have to ask you... Um, I was at a baby shower the other day, which yep. was really fun. And it's, you know, there was mums there, there's people who weren't mums, and then they were just essentially saying, like, you know, as as long as you don't have a kid, enjoy yourself because it's hell on earth. And I'm like, it's nice that the honesty's there. But we're talking about cakes, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, this is, a, this is a statement that I stand by, Colin the Caterpillar from M&S is the best cake you can buy. I had a Colin the Caterpillar this year for my 32nd birthday. And? Love it. Best cake you can get. Yeah, got to go in the fridge though. So it's a little bit yeah. hard on the outside. No, I like it soft. No, I don't want it sloppy. I like it a wee bit melty. Do you have melty chocolate though or do you put your chocolate in the fridge? Here you put it in the fridge. But like if you were at home, would you have it straight off the side or would it have to be in the fridge? I'm not really fussed to be no, honest. Honestly, chocolate's be chocolate. But then what about your teeth? I don't care. Just... <laughs> Just got strong molars yeah obviously you Hashing, do hacking to it but you know this girl said i'm actually offended by that i think that's such a basic thing to say and i'm like how dare what? you how dare you marks and spencer's calling the cat i know i said babe if you're in the uk you are middle class if that's you bougie isn't it even if you, yes yeah middle to upper class marks i know exactly and, and then someone said what about a costco sheet cake and i said yes but the icing is on a, that's not a, very nice. Is a Costco sheet cake like one of those things that's got the sprinkles on? Yeah, right, right, right. Like and you it's used to massive. Have a school dinner? No, but they were they were amazing. School dinner one with custard. I love that. Very weird the, how your taste changes when mm-hmm. you're an adult because like would have never eaten custard, but now now will eat custard. <laughs> like as a kid, wouldn't have had the if it was chocolate custard. Yes. Hold on. Why would you not like custard? Ambrosia. You don't like like the idea of it. I'm just, when I was a kid, I was an absolute nightmare because if I just didn't like the idea of something, I wouldn't eat (laughs) it. Without even trying it. Yeah. I still will not eat curry (laughs) now. To this day, I won't eat curry, but that's because I'm so weird about like seeing food. And to me, like curry, there's there's too much sauce. Is it just because it's a bit sloppy? Yeah. I'm like, no. Because curries are lovely, by the way, Kirsty, And they're all different flavours, so... So I went to a very, very nice Indian restaurant with yeah. my friends and... Um, That's a waste of money then if you don't eat curry. Yeah, <laughs> but I had lamb, lamb yeah. chops or something. But my friends were like, please, you you are 32, mm-hmm, just have a little mm-hmm. bit of curry. Yeah. Um. So I did eat a little bit and I still was like, no. What one was it? I don't know, a baby Butter one. chicken? I don't know, something for babies that can't eat spice because that's me. Butter chicken, that's me. Probably. Yeah, it's amazing. Right, yeah. we'll need to get you a good curry. But there's like, I never, I, I ate a fried egg for the first time this year. For the first time. And that was given to me by mistake because I ordered breakfast and all the breakfast came and it had a fried egg, not a poached egg. And I was like, <laughs> and my friends were like, just just eat it, you absolute mong, like it's nice. And I ate it and it was nice. But in my mind, I've just never liked the idea of a fried egg. But Who now the hell I is am. this I'm working with? Yeah. I, wait, right, wait. Fussy so bastard, what about honestly. poached egg? Yeah, like, po- like all eggs it's, now. It's the same. I didn't eat a boiled egg until about three years ago. Never had an egg and soldiers because just didn't like the idea of it. <laughs> there is a is lot there of a name for this condition. <laughs> Do you think you can get diagnosed with this, whatever it is? I don't know, but there's like a lot of things. Like I'll eat mushrooms on a pizza, but I wouldn't eat a fried mushroom or a raw mushroom or a mushroom in any other sense apart from on a pizza. If you could see me right now, <laughs> I am flabbergasted. Hands in her mouth, like... I- what the hell? Yeah, I only ate avocado, I think, for the first time about five years ago. So, like, what did you used to eat? Just like really boring, Fish boring fingers stuff. and chips? Yeah. No, I never ate a fish finger until I went to university. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, you think you know people and seemingly you don't. Kirsty, let's go on to that Dubai girl and see what's happening this week, okay? The, wait, 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 wait. Popping. No, before we go on to that Dubai girl, yeah? we have to discuss something that was on a, other, a different oh, platform yes. that wasn't that Dubai girl. Yeah. Um, right, I, I've got to find where I sent this to you. So this was, we haven't seen each other for a couple of weeks, but I definitely sent this to you. And I, I yeah, I've had everyone, everyone in stitches about it. Like, okay, so... Um, <laughs> We won't we won't say this person's name even though they Wait wait where did you see this first of all? Um so I saw this on Brits in Dubai. That's right. 
And um, oh. I won't say the person's name, even though I'd like to point out they did not post this anonymously, which I also find... So they didn't send it to the admin and then they put... No, right, no, no. They right. just literally posted it. This is what it says. Have advice to all the girls that moan they're single because there are no decent guys out there. There are literally millions of decent guys. The problem is that not all decent guys look like Jason Statham, <laughs> Vin Diesel or some other good looking actor. So the next time you're out thinking that you look like a model because you're wearing your six inch heels to make you taller, your magic pants to make you thinner, false eyelashes and fingernails, makeup to cover your spots, fillets to make your boobs look bigger, fake tan, hair extensions, lip liner and God knows what else. And you'll blow the average guy because you think he's not even in your league. Just remember that when you wake up in the morning, listen, this I, I'm, this is the killer. I'm blown away by this. When you look up, in, when you wake up in the morning alone, looking like shit, breath smelling like shit, and all your fake <laughs> products are all over your bed sheets and floor. Remember that bloke you boo out last night? Well, he could have been a decent guy. Oh my god! And I'd like to point out a man wrote this, obviously, but obviously. Like, so I, I mean, <laughs> this was... let's dissect this. So first of all, the first thing that I noticed when you sent me this was. This was on a Saturday afternoon yep. after a brunch, right? Yep, yep, so the yep. guy was obviously absolutely steaming yep. when he wrote this, right? Secondly, the guy ain't all that. Nah. Right? Nah. But he's speaking Thirdly, as if he is. Yep. What was even funnier is that someone wrote, very strange coming from <laughs> coming from a married man. Why has this bothered you <gasps> so, so much? So he's married as well, well. This is what someone wrote. We don't, we don't know, like. Maybe they've stalked his profile and he's married. Maybe. Now, this is very, very interesting because... Yeah. Men think that women are fake yeah. because women take care of themselves, yeah. right? So where's the line on that? Because for me, women are using products, like, for example, eyelash extensions, hair extensions, fake tan, blah, 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 to feel more confident. Now, why would you stop something like that from happening? I don't know. And also, I know loads of men, right? I've got friends who have regular haircuts like yep. every single week same barber yep, yep, yep. same in place haircut shave eyebrow threading nose mm-hmm. waxing facials like I know loads yep. and loads of guys mannies peddies mm-hmm. and also I would I mean I'm not being funny there are some fuggly feet roaming around some beach clubs in Dubai here like Ooh. I'm like if you're gonna bust out your flip flops like we're in a country that is so polished that you can literally go and get a pedicure anywhere or oh. even if you don't want to get a pedicure Cut your toenails. <laughs> Please, give you your know feet what, a little scrub. Do you know what freaks me out? And this is just something that I've always struggled with, right? See, whenever I'm at a beach club or whatever, mm. I cannot look at a man's feet. And the reason why I can't look at his feet is because men have got hairy toes and it really freaks me out. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think oh! I know some men that literally would like pluck and shave their toes as well. Love I think it. There are some that would go that far. But yeah. Um, I, I'm all I'm I'm totally here for people who want to take care of themselves. Yeah, like agree. You know, just sometimes you want to have a glow up. Like I would. I mean, hopefully Elise will back you up. I'm as a general person, I walk around with my hair in a scrunchie and no makeup on, and I'm perfectly happy with that. And I'm very lucky that I I get quite a good tan, so I feel yeah, like you that's look my, good. Is this? Do you have no makeup on today? No, no I, right. But I just don't like wearing makeup. Really, See, I don't like wearing makeup, but because I've had acne all my life, I would never walk out the house without makeup on because I'm trained that way. Yeah. So I would rather die than walk out the house without makeup on. Really? Because yeah, because I've got scarring on my chin. Okay. No one would notice it, right? Yeah. But I would know. Yeah. So it wouldn't make me feel confident to walk out the house yeah. like that. I never would. I couldn't do it. Yeah. And it's funny, we've all been through stuff to get us where we are today. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be the best version of yourself. No, and also, like, when I go, so, like, all the racing events that we've had, I will go and have my hair done and mm-hmm. my makeup done. Yeah. And people are like, you have that done. Like, at some points, I was having it done two times in a week. And they're like, you, surely, firstly, you could do it yourself. Yeah, I could. But when, I'm sure every single girl listening to this can relate to me. When you need to do your makeup specifically, or yeah. your hair, it will not play ball. And also... When you have the option to get a professional to do it that will make you look like a Hollywood superstar, why would you not? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm shit at makeup. I don't yeah. know about you. I am shit. Like, I give it a go, but I'm I shit. I can do the basics. Like, Can you little... put fake eyelashes on? No. It is the hardest no. thing in the Cannot. world to do. Even strip lashes, no, they never work out for me, ever. 
when I was at uni, I had a friend and she could literally put a strip lash on like with no mirror with, on a train. She was mental. That like, is she such literally a feel skill. it, put it. I was like, you don't you're think you should get a degree for that? Yeah. That's one of the hardest amazing. things in the world to do. <laughs> She's been the Guinness Book of Records. Anyway, circling back now yeah, yeah, to yeah. some of people's comments because. I mean, I, I listened for quite a long time. Uh, I listened, I read for quite a long time. Um, and then I just, I think it actually got deleted um, eventually. So some of the funny ones, and I'll tell you whether it was a man or a woman saying this. So from a girl, where do I make buy these magic pants from? Pants, <laughs> <laughs> gotta love them. Someone commented, I've got some. <laughs> 180 pre-birds for 270. <laughs> Someone else said... <laughs> Who's got the fillets? Someone put <laughs> freshly pressed. <laughs> Wait, can I just ask, does anyone actually wear those big chicken fillets that look like babies in the womb? No, I don't think so. I, I, I think, think so it's padding now, isn't it? Well, it's like a, a boosty body. You go in Victoria's Secret, some of those bras are Hell mad. yeah. Like, my boobs are literally under my chin in some of those bras, so yeah. Um, <laughs> a guy wrote, <laughs> you okay, hon? PM me, babes. <laughs> Someone oh. else wrote, this is also a guy, imagine typing this all out and then actually posting it. I know! It. What the hell? A lot of people were just writing notifications on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's golden stuff, but this is the thing, like, I mean, I all, oh, go on. Gotta tell you one more, someone <laughs> good choice of actor and it was a really, really bad picture of Jason <laughs> That's true, though. Who was the actors? Vin Diesel, Jason Statham. Do we think... Are they all bald? Do you think yeah, they're bald? all bald. Okay, so like, he, strong he bald? guys. They he... must be his idols, right? Yeah. So then, this went on, I'd say, for about 45 minutes. Yeah. And then the author wrote again, relax, people, it was a joke. Oh, sure. <laughs> Sounds like a joke. What a very detailed joke. <laughs> Someone put underneath it, now you're. Now it's a joke when you realise no one agrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, and my favourite one was, where is this man's wife? <laughs> well, she's definitely not wearing a full face of makeup and false eyelashes, that's for sure. But yeah, Bless. It was, uh, I was just literally like, I just... Okay, so like we, we touched on this and we talk about... Me and Elisa are very, very good friends and we, yeah. we have many a ranty phone call to each other and like she will she will know that I am very stressed and I'm very overwhelmed, but that's because I've got a, a, t- a tiny team planning a huge event. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because last week before we had a, our kind of sub, our, our second biggest event for this season, um, people were ringing me up and people kept saying to me, you sound fine. And I was like... How would you like me to sound? Should I be sobbing when I answer the phone? You're like to you? a duck on water. You know, you're yeah. just floating by, but underneath the wee legs yeah, like, are going like. Oh. Um, the thing is with you, like I think I'm good at dealing with you now. Do you yeah. think I can help calm you down a bit? Oh yeah, yeah. Am yeah. I an antidote for your yeah. stress? Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I want to be for you. Yeah. And for me, you can just if if you could organise my whole life, that'd be fine. Yeah, fine. I'd love that. Um, Mel is a Mel's my business partner, and Mel's a little bit concerned that I'm going to self combust the day after the World Cup. And You're going to be fine. No, I know exactly. You're going to be like shit. What am I going to do now? Well, I've already been like, well, I'm planning your baby shower, and I'm actually booking a boat for the day after the World yes. Cup, so I can go and lay in the sun and drink oh, my Lauren Perrier that I'm not going to get to drink in the world so Cup. good honestly no but it's been amazing and you're you're very good I've got to say um, you're making us very proud please come Thanks. to the Dubai World Cup by the yeah. way where can we get the tickets Dubai Racing Club Dot com. Com. So it's Becky Hill, Rudimental, Sagala. It's going to be so, massive. I'll do a full pitch now. So Dubai yep. World Cup, 26th of March. For the first time ever, it's a, it's a sat- it's always a Saturday, but Sunday's a day off. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Big day out. Yeah. It's a 12-hour day for the hardcore people. The yep. date's open at 12. Mm-hmm. First race is at 3.45. Mm-hmm. Last race, 8.30. Big spectacular show, which we can confirm does include fireworks. Pantomime horses. Pantomime horses. Becky Hill, backed up by pantomime horses. Yeah, that's actually her dancers. Yeah. <laughs> it's us. <Horses>. Um... <laughs> am I getting paid to be the arse of the horse or am I just doing it for <laughs> nah, free? For free. <laughs> It'd be my pleasure. Um, and then, uh, yeah, concerts going on. And uh, you need to buy your tickets for apron views because that's that's our section. There are other sections available, but we want you to buy for our section. So if you do, do the apron views, you get the tickets to the concert. Or yes. if you do, if you 
if you go to any of them, you get to go so to the concert. So if you book a hospitality ticket as well, mm. you will be able to go Darling. to the concert. Yeah. Darling. Um, but uh, yeah, Apron Views tickets. Yeah. Uh, 295. That's so good, by the way. And then, yeah, you get the concert and we are supported by Brasty. Oh. The Stables. Brasty. McGettigan's. Yeah. And Lauren Perrier. Great. So what very, a good lineup. And of course, if you want to dress to impress, uh-huh. you can enter the style stakes. Uh, right, I was thinking about entering the style stakes for a laugh. How can you enter it? You're the host of it. Oh, am I? Oh shit, she's really on the I ball forgot here. about that. She's hosting. Um, oh she's yeah, giving away the it. prizes. Sorry, and yeah, that's it. right. So she's right, gonna get involved. But herself. this is the thing, Kirsty. Right, you know me. I'm like a very casual dresser, okay. And we've discussed what am I going to wear to it because I've got like an important role. Like you know, Super everyone's going to be looking she's at getting me. Getting a triple A pass, which in <gasps> events terms, guys, is a uh, access all areas. Yeah. So basically, like, what, after I spend time in Becky Hill's dressing room, I'm going to come out and do my work. Anyway, so. Best friend Becky. Me and my I best friend Becky. I think we're going to be good friends with her. Yeah. Like, Greg, I think Greg we should force this. this. Is, Greg thinks this is absolutely comical that I'm, I keep basically ringing her up and being like, so I'm going to ask my best friend Becky if she wants Do to go here. Do you think she will be friends with us though? Like, I, I think we can like bring her over to our side. I would say she, I mean, given the opportunity, I'm sure she would want to be our friend. She's on a very tight schedule. Oh, Becky. is she? She's in How a, long is she here for? Um, I don't know by fact, but I think it's definitely not more than 48 hours. Oh, so do you think she can come to your boat party then? Or uh, No, I know she can't come to the boat party because she's actually performing the next day somewhere else in the world. So, busy woman. That's so annoying. So well, we can only... see her the day before, Well, we've only we? got one chance then. Well, we've got sound check. Sound check, right, yeah. That... Ooh, oh, sorry, oh, just oh, need off the chair. <laughs> yeah, no, I really do think that... So next time you hear the podcast after the World Cup, it'll probably be me and Kirsty and Becky Hill. Doing yeah. it. Yeah. Becky, can you just, we'll just <laughs> ring her? Hi, Beck. Have you seen that post on that Dubai girl? Um, yeah, but I'm very excited about it. But, you know, I'm worried about what to wear. So um, I, I've seen the wear that now boxes. Now, wear that. Okay. Wear that now on my life now. Right. So I saw that at your thing and, and on your um, Instagram. And I thought, I, I sound nervous talking about this because I'm nervous. I asked the girl, you know, can I do one of the boxes? Can Styled you style by me? Brooke. Yeah, Brooke's going to be doing with it. Brooke. And I said, like, okay, so do I come in? And she's like, yeah, yeah, you can come in. And I'm going in tomorrow, and I'm actually really worried about going because what do you wear to go in to see a stylist? So I went in, honestly, in like cycling shorts and a t shirt because I was like, these clothes are coming off. I actually spent two hours in that place trying on clothes. They even took me into like their magic back room, which I swear to God is like, did you ever work in retail when you yeah, were Yeah, the big stock room. Yeah, yeah, the big stock room. Well, they've got like a big stock room for stylists and it's like colour coded. Oh my God, it's unreal. Like, right, it's so, exciting. so what, like, am I going to be naked in front of her? No, you're not going to be naked. Like, do I have to shave everywhere, like my minge and stuff, just in case she see? Always taking it a step too far. Every time. Sorry, I meant underarms and legs. I need to make sure I'm shaved because I mean, I'm assuming I'm gonna she's going to be like gonna be touching. On, she's not going to be touching you. Have you did measuring you ne- have you, me? Have you, Measure. No, have you never? No. Did you never? Like, I used to do this in Topshop in the UK. Could book. Did you never? Well, no, you, you're not a Londoner, are you? But like, so no. you could do this thing. Me and my mum used to always do it for my mum's birthday, where you could go to Selfridges and Topshop. Yeah. And you could do like, you go to the makeup thing at Mac, and they'd give you a makeup lesson and then you could go have a bouncy blow dry and then you could go to top shop and they you you tell them just your clothes size before and then they line you up loads of outfits super fun no nah, i've never seen that okay, in my life so i'm gonna it's a very middle class thing to <laughs> i'm gonna explain the wear that now concept so basically you pay 105 dirhams yeah. it's a one-off fee forever and then yeah. they send you a box you can have them as frequently as you want every mm-hmm. month every two weeks every week and they send you five or six outfits mm-hmm. and a wild card. They a try wild and, card. They try and put you outside your like comfort zone of clothing, basically. Yeah. And um, you try it all on at home. And then whatever you don't want, you just put it back in the box and you send it back. See, you have to choose. Like they send you like this questionnaire thing where you have to choose what your style is. And I did that. And mm. obviously mine was mostly jeans and t-shirts, right? But I don't want that. So I said to her, that is my usual style, but I want something different. So I said, I want something like fancy. And then she said, what price point? And I said, the cheapest stuff you've got. (laughs) She was like... Yeah, people have said to me, oh, is it super expensive? And the thing is, like, they do have stuff that's expensive. But they they also do have stuff that's very, very reasonable, like little camis and things like that, like under 100 dirhams, which by Dubai price points is very reasonable. Um, I've been rocking this pair of jeans I absolutely love that I got from Brooke. And they're like, I don't know how to explain, they've got like two buttons and they've got like a... Cute. They've got like a little... 
flap bit. I don't know. But like, yeah, okay. They Little were flap. they were 600 dirhams, which is a lot yeah. of money for jeans. But I just really It's an really investment. Liked them. Yeah. And jeans you can wear over and over. I but mean, I am I've nervous. Some, I'm nervous. I've Chris had some jeans for like 10 years, I swear to God. Yeah, I've really? Of jeans. Yeah. See, I get mine from Primark and they cost like £11 and I so wear them until they rip apart. But then there you go. It's not sustainable, is that's it? That's exactly right. Fast fashion is out. So can you come with me tomorrow and like distract her from how uncomfortable I feel, maybe? You're not going to feel uncomfortable with Brookie. She's no, she seems lovely, but she seems very intimidating to me. Really? Because she's too cool. She's about five foot two. She's not intimidating. She's too to cool for me. She's so cool though. Too cool. I'm excited, but also I'm very nervous. She's from Chelmsford, which is not far from where I'm from. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's from Chelmsford. She's one of the shut up road. gang. She's one of the shut up gang. Love it. Right, let's go on to that Dubai girl. Come on, babe. Let's see what we've got. Sure, it's your turn to tell me something now. Right. So before we started the podcast, I walked in here in a little bit of a flap and Elisa went, come on, we've got 45 minutes together now, 45 minutes of fun. Yeah, that's what it is. She's so right. When we start, because it forces me normally to get off my technology. Yeah. Um, sometimes I do have to accept the odd call and she does get a little bit upset about it. Yeah. But, um, as a general rule, it's it's 45 minutes of fun, isn't it? It is great. So here we go. I'm going to take the lead, take you by the hand and bring you into that Dubai girl on uh, their Facebook page. Sorry, our Facebook page, I should say. Yep. So, hi, admin. Please post this as anonymous. Always the best one. Start like this. Now, this one's actually quite sad. But um, did the admin post it as anonymous? Yes, the okay, admin good. did. It was Ch- <laughs> it was Chandy that posted it. I am writing this post with a very heavy heart and tears in my eyes. This is oh. really sad, Kirsty. Oh, I think... Oh, yeah, go on. We moved to Dubai five yeah, months. She sent ba- me this. Okay, I'm going... Go- sorry, 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 sorry. I'm so sorry. Go on. You know, but keep the suspense going, Kirsty. Sorry, sorry to the, sorry to the listeners. Right, okay. Quiet. So, oh, right. We moved to Dubai. <laughs> we moved to Dubai five months back. My husband of five years cheated on me the day before yesterday. <laughs> my brother and my husband were in a house party where this happened. He slept with a girl, and my brother saw it. Right, first of all, what slept with a girl? My brother saw it. So hopefully you didn't see the actual act happening, right? But anyway. What I want to know is, like, what kind of party was this? I know. But there are some crazy parties, and I don't go to them, but they're mad. Right. My, um, so after my brother seeing it, he still didn't stop. <laughs> what? I just can't really get on board with this story. It's like. mad. So he went to another room, continued his ordeal. His lame excuse is that he was drunk. I mean, I believe that drunk actions, drunk actions are sober thoughts. So Agree. Totally agree with that. My brother, who's younger than me, although as an adult is traumatised and so am I, I am independent and very successful, whereas he, my husband, is currently having a tough time with work and his income. I've been supporting him financially for the past two years. I am heartbroken. I think I need to talk to a counsellor. He admitted everything to me after my brother told him to. My intuition is telling me it's not the first time he's probably done it. Right, this is another... If been, right. If he's been so brazen about it, mm-hmm. like, it's not the first time he's done it. No, I agree. And I feel like he's almost become comfortable with the feeling. Now, I feel like, you know, it's an important thing to note here, the line where she says, I've been supporting him financially for the past two years and I am successful, whereas he is currently having a tough time. Now, I think what happens with men when they feel emasculated mm. is that they kind of act out a little yeah. bit. And that, obviously that's a really blanket thing to say, but I think for a man, it's very important that they feel like they almost have the upper hand, almost are the leader of the relationship a lot of the time. And I feel like if a man's emasculated like this, that's probably how he's feeling, then they do start to act out a bit, right? I mean, to play devil's advocate here, I feel like it's just the person you are. There are plenty, like... I don't think you can say it as as a general thing about all men. Not general. there's, There's, you know, there's men that will do stuff like that and can't can't support successful women but then there's plenty of men that can and yeah there's plenty of people that go through highs and lows in life every single day and it doesn't mean that they have to you know my when I was a kid and like I would 
Uh, so me and my sister are very, very different. Like my sister, I would say, is is as a general rule, is a much calmer person than me. Right. And um, I would say I snap once a day, but my sister doesn't. <laughs> she she snaps once me. a day. Once a day, yeah. <laughs> Lose it once. at least. Cry. It was, there's another story here, but anyway. Oh, right. I was just talking about crying yesterday, right? Yeah. So I was on the phone to Greg, literally booking agent Greg, and he said to me, "How's the hangover?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I've had a cry, but I'm okay." And he was like, "He said women just literally will tell you, yeah, I've had a cry." Of course. And now I've come out the other side. He was like, "How would you react if I just said to you I've had a cry?" And I was like, "You do you. Like, yeah, I'd be here for it." We're anyway, I'm digressing, but yeah, I think yeah, some men, but then that's just I think women would do the same as well, and mm-hmm. I think it's them as a person like sorry you're just a shitty person because like when you snap or when you get upset it is it is common that you take it out on the people that you love the most yes, right you yes, react you do i i have said to to some of my let's say for argument's sake business partners recently people that i'm working with on this big big project you are my you might as well be my family now i've spent like mm-hmm. 6 months with you so if i cannot sit on the floor and cry and have a breakdown in front of you then who can i mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's like obviously in the when you're working in a professional environment you you have to remain professional but i think you get to that point where like the professional becomes personal mm-hmm. and i would say like our close team now that we've been doing this with since October, I can't actually believe like now it's nearly over, like yeah. and it's been going on since October. Um, like if I cannot have a mental breakdown in front of you guys, then who can you? Who can you? And do you know what has happened to others? Like one of the women that I work with, who's a, who's you know directly part of the team I'm working with, but separate company. You know, the other day absolutely like went off at one. I was I was going off on one. She was going off on one. Right. And do you know what is the difference? If you have a fit, right. Mm-hmm at a situation or yourself that's not the right thing to do of course it isn't try mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keep yourself calm but if you do it's how you act after yeah if you're a big enough person to ring or text or go and see them and be yeah. like look this is this is what happened this is the filtration of what's happened and yeah. i'm took it out on you or that was the this phrase has been used so much around me recently it's the straw that breaks the camel's back yes. right and also when you're working in events or you're working in an industry where you're working with literally hundreds of people Mm. unfortunately we're working with let's say 30 different agencies and every single person is only focused on their own thing yeah whereas we are responsible for all of the things Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so they'll text you they'll ring you they'll email you and they're only worried about their thing they don't realize you're you're doing that for 30 30 different organizations and so i think I've totally gone off on a tangent. No, go I don't on, even know what going. I'm saying. But yeah, I think basically going back to this, like, yeah, okay, men might feel emasculated or whatever, might act out, whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyone, anyone can feel shit and can act out to mm-hmm. get attention or whatever. But the bottom line is, don't you don't cheat on someone if you love them. Mm-hmm. If you love someone, you shouldn't do anything that literally destroys their life. Yeah. Well, I've got a theory on this. Um, on. Someone brought this up the other day and uh, we were out and then they said that um, men... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what you think of Go on. She said, men will think with their dicks so it's somewhat acceptable if they cheat because there's no feelings involved there because they're just in the moment thinking with their dicks. Whereas if women cheat, it's more of a thought-out process so therefore that is more wrong. And I was like, what the fuck have you been treated like in the past? I also feel like, okay, there's this real, we talked about this before, there's this real common misconception that women cannot have sex. Women can't think with their dicks is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, don't know, I hope my mum's not listening to this, but (laughs) basically, there's been occasions, obviously, I've sat with people and it's literally just been like, you're really fit, I really fancy you, I want to have sex with you and that's the end of that. Yeah, can you do that then? Yeah, I can. I'll put my hands up and say... I can't really do that. I'm okay, not very good I, at I it. I can do that. Yeah. Um, but I then, can kiss. Yeah. But the love me. The love <laughs> maybe making. that's why. Maybe Jesus that's Christ. why. But Ross from Friends. The, the love making um, is more of a serious thing to me. Yeah. So I don't know. Like they. Uh, but okay. The flip side of that is I. I feel very differently when it when more emotions are involved. Mm-hmm. I feel very differently about it. Yes. So it. It can mean everything to me or it can mean nothing to me. So you're saying it's a case-by-case basis and it yeah. doesn't matter what your gender is no, at all. at all. Because you can do it. I struggle with that 
a little yeah. bit, to be honest. Yeah. And it's not because I'm a prude. It's just because, to me, like, sex is all about emotions and connecting yeah. and all that romantic, soppy shit. I wish I could just go out and fucking chuck. Woo, my life would be easier. I can't. Yeah, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's just... Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And I've got my little vibrator for that. Oh, my God, I hope my mum's not listening. Ugh. I don't think my mum listens to this anymore. I know my auntie Juju listens. So, Juju, if you're listening to this, don't tell my mum. It's just the wee joke anyway, isn't it? It's just, just a wee a joke. joke. Both of us but just But, yeah, I think that it, it doesn't come down to gender. I think anyway, it comes down so to person. back to this. So we have totally, we're totally digressed here. Um, so, basically, right, okay, so he... Um, Blah blah blah, cheated on her and whatever. You know and then, my answer to cheaters: get them in the bin. Yeah, you Done. you can you say you can never forgive cheaters, and I agree with you. Um, so basically, she also said business wise, he was helping me with my business about the stuff that I don't have any idea about, and I made him the COO of my company yeah. to help him help him after he requested that some of my major funds have been handled by him, which I now need to take control over. So, I know a very good lawyer. I can send you a contact But details. this is the thing, right? This is quite a common thing. And I can speak from personal experience about this. And I hope that mom and dad won't mind about this. My mom runs a nursery, okay? Well, yeah. she's got she's got three children's nurseries in Scotland. Oh, and check your mum out. Yeah, she's a she's real entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Yes, yeah, she is, absolutely. And she's totally boss and kick-ass. So, basically, she runs the business day to day but my dad is a partner in the business and it's 50 okay. 50 right okay. even though my dad he's recently retired but he'd always done a different job okay 50 50 partnership so they're married they came, it, he became a partner recently straight or away always been a partner straight away right from the start it was right. her and my dad even business partners mm-hmm. despite the fact that my mum does all the work right so does all the money go into your mum's bank account joint bank account okay exactly so, what have you got to say on that? I mean, <laughs> are your mum and dad still together? Yes, they are. Are they happily married? Oh, yeah. See, okay, it's not the same, but my mum and dad, my dad handles all the bills, all the money, blah, blah, blah. They've got a drink yeah. account, whatever. They're retired, so. But I think it's a generational thing. Yeah, it is. Um, my parents are in their 60s. How old are your parents? 60s. So, I think it's a generational thing. Yeah, for sure. I think sure. it's like. In this day and age, we're we're about having having our own money and having our own swag. Yeah, doing doing stuff for ourselves mm-hmm. about sounding Jay. Um, whereas I think in our parents' generation, it was all about you put it all together and the man, yeah, exactly. man handles the business. And stuff. do you believe in joint bank accounts? Because I think even if I was married, I don't think I would want to do a joint bank. I believe that you should maybe have it for like the bills, the house the joint stuff but I also very much believe that you should be able to have your own money and it shouldn't be from the same pot yeah I um, I do I do believe in joint bank accounts for everything utilities you, and yeah, shit yeah like because, and if you have kids yeah I think you should like even if you okay before you get married to someone or, or before you go into a relationship you don't have to get married whatever you have your own bank account right yeah so why would you close all your bank accounts yeah, down exactly I don't understand this like you would like have a joint bank account, set up a direct debit, X amount of money every month goes into that joint account and that's for all the joint stuff. But then like the rest of the time, you know. So um, I don't know if you saw this today. Kelly mm. Clarkson's divorce has been finalised from her husband. Yeah. Okay. So her husband, um, he's called Brandon Bla- Blackstock and uh, her husband is in the record industry, doesn't make as much money as her. But mm-hmm. um, basically they've got two children together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kelly Clarkson, well, the, the the divorce court said today mm-hmm. that Kelly Clarkson has got to pay Brandon, who's yep. her ex-husband, yep. $1.3 million, but also because after being with her, he's accustomed to a certain lifestyle, so he personally will be getting $45,000 a month to keep up the lifestyle that he's got, uh, after, got being with, after being with Kelly Clarkson. Yes. That's what marriage does how, for you, babe. But how? But how? how it's do mad. They, how do they justify that? Like, no how idea. Do they say that one person has to pay another person money for this because it's the person Have they who. Got kids? Yeah, they've got two kids. Okay, I think this is how they get round it because they say spousal that, support yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and also it talks about you know in in the court documents it says about how uh, he's accustomed to this certain lifestyle now because of being with her. So therefore, to keep that up. Forty-five thousand dollars a month. That is mad. a month. 
So well, Kelly Clarkson's husband can go and buy me a Prada bag. <laughs> Maybe we just own. should never get married ever. Well, because you're legally why, tied together. This is why people have prenups. This is why successful we people We want have prenup, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Never made sense that song before, does it now? When you're an adult and you've got your own shit going on, totally makes sense. I'd be happy to do without a prenup because hopefully the other person's going to earn a lot more than me. Isn't it? <laughs> Depends which side of the coin you're on. Yeah, exactly. Well, right, Kirsty, amazing chats today. I feel like we just talked about shit there, but it was fun. Yeah, but we fun. gave the people what they wanted because, you know, we haven't been here for a week. So <laughs> Exactly. Enjoy that. That's getting up to now 45 minutes. So. And go and book your World Cup ticket. Please do. See Becky Hill, see Rudimental, see Sagala. Yes. I've had a lot of people tell me they don't know who these people are. Are you fucking kidding me? blowing my mind because between them, I think they've got about 25 top 40 hits. They're, fu- they're fantastic also, artists. Also, we have booked a wicked stage. We haven't gone bog standard stage either we're going we're going like you're going to the races even if you're not really that bothered about the horses Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean you're going for the vibe it's like a festival day out i don't mean to like compare it but it's like the rugby sevens when you go to that yeah there's no rugby there i don't think i've never seen it have you i mean i I have watched the rugby yeah (laughs) but um it's (laughs) not what it's about it's It's a party day it's a party day but it's much classier and i like it is and you uh, you do have to dress a bit classy yeah because um we did have a few questionable outfits rocking up and uh our our qualifying day like what just a little bit too much a little bit too much boob and arse girls like come on have a little google of what you wear to the races so no boobs and arse well it's not a if you've got a little bit of boob, you know, if you want to go... But someone was telling me about their outfit the other day. I would say someone in my life who is like, you know, bitch, bit sometimes can be a little bit on the chav side, right? But... <laughs> Fucking hell! Who's this? <laughs> Jesus but, Christ! Love them unconditionally. That. But they were like... They were like, basically, the races... Well, they want to wear like, a full tracksuit and trainers. No, no. That's the races is like pretty woman the prime example is pretty woman like she wears the like bit ropey outfits but then when she meets what's slaggy is what you're saying i didn't use that word but anyway but on the races she's she's yeah for the one so right basically guys please wear a dress that doesn't actually know the style stakes rules Mm. are that your hemline cannot be higher than two inches above your knees I know, but the girls love like when when they bend over, you can more or less see what they've had for breakfast. I'm not. I'm just not about outfits. that, man. No, just me neither. I also, wish I was confident enough to wear a skirt that also, short. Also, I'm going to literally make it a rule that anyone that takes their shoes off gets removed. <laughs> Fuck, I'm fucked then. <laughs> I can't, I can't understand this. Like, wear a pair of shoes that you can walk in. You're I going know, for, but if you're going for a fancy hour. event, your shoe, your feet are going to hurt, right? No, you can buy comfortable heels. We had That's to do... not a thing, yes, Kirsten. It is. No, it's I not. I swear to God, no, I wore not. a pair of heels the other day Whatever. for about 10 hours. Can I wear trainers? Can I be like, because I mean, I'm the whole thing? The rule is no trainers, but I'm wearing No trainers, trainers for I'm the whole thing. Trainers. Yeah, I'm wearing trainers. Interesting. Now. Right, okay. Well, no, no let's see your outfits. Shoes, but like, bouge trainers. Air Force Ones? Don't know, mate. Don't know. These She's are getting sick. them up. Hang on. She's getting them up. I'll clean them, obviously. <laughs> She's going to get, um, what is it? Shoe doctor or whatever. Yeah, baby, I'm going to get Right, the... we've carried on for another three anyway, minutes. Anyway, right, whatever. Goodbye. Anyway, we'll see you at the Dubai races. We're very excited. No, we got, and we'll see you next week. We've got another pod before Yeah, that. I know, but I want them to get their tickets now. Yeah. Get, get your, your tickets, tickets right now. now. Get them now. Yeah. Apron views. Apron views, big concert. It's going to be fabulous. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.